All right, y'all. All All right. Ready, sir? Yes. Okay. Well, back on my home planet of Cybertron. (laughs) They can't go, man. at gmail.com. Email us with any kind of questions, comments, comments, compliments, comments, insults, input, and advice. Hit us up on the social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Patreon, so much, so much social media, so little time, but you can get there if you type in that information you see on the screen, or if you type in Double Toasted, it'll take you where you need to be, I promise you. Mark Top, we find you on Twitter and Instagram at Martin underscore no bro. Or look for Martin Thomas on Facebook. I'm so I think you transformed. Folks, if you find yourself here on planet Earth, and then somehow you end up in Austin, Texas, well, let us know. Kcoolman at gmail.com. Let us know what those plans are. Are you just passing through? Are you moving here? To stay. Whatever the thing is that you're doing, let us know. We'll do our best to hang out. If you let us know ahead of time, hang out with you. All right, y'all. All right, all right. All right, let's see here. All right, y'all. Let me see. Let me see. Let me go ahead. <clears throat> you know, I got to introduce this movie the proper way, oh, Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put my swim cap on. <laughs> I can only do this for a little bit of time before it gouges my eyeballs out. I'll try to. I'll try to maintain as much as I can. This the right way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah. If you can't uh, see, it's the right way. Okay. People of Earth, I can't see a damn thing. <laughs> but I can see you, all of you out there waiting for this review for Rise of the Beast. What you waiting on? <laughs> I, I don't know anymore. I'll be honest. You know, every time I put this on, Martin just, he just loses it. He's just like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> You are a toy. (laughs) And you are a sad little man. (laughs) Oh, oh, man. I transformed into Buzz Lightyear. (laughs) 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 Oh, folks. Welcome. Welcome to our review. If you couldn't tell by the costume, we are talking about those Transformers out mm-hmm. there, man. Oh, this is the, the latest installment of the non-Michael Bay Transformers. You know, we have been at a new age now. But so, they are all connected, though, right? I don't know. You know what? They don't know. <laughs> they still trying to figure it out. And the reason why they, you know, they're trying to figure it out is because they've kind of left it open. You know, they kind of left it open to uh, to see where this goes, because, you know, not too long ago we had a uh, Bumblebee. Yeah. And now uh, and before that, we had the Michael Bay movies. And now we are here with the new entry that brings in some new Transformers. And that is Transformers Rise of the Beast. For centuries, 
Our kind has stayed hidden on Earth. But darkness has found us again. Upside down. <laughs> Prime. This is about the fate of all living things. Unicron is coming. New software. <laughs> Back up! Oh, I thought we were boys! You want it? Come and get it! You brought a human here? I'm nobody. I ain't even seen nothing. I'm not even seeing anything right now. Thank you, Hope and Lee, for you have a fifth aim. This is not our war. Optimus, we must trust each other to protect the whole we all share. How big can this guy be? Uh, he eats planets. So, like, way bigger than a planet. In the end, everything you cared for will be consumed. Maybe there's another way to save our home. Never faced anything like this. Let them come. Is that what they're doing? Martin wants to rise and leave the field. Maybe not. I don't know maybe how you not. felt maybe about not. this. You're right. You're you right. Know. I, you know what, Martin? I don't know. Let me just shut up right now and speak for myself. But before I do that, let me tell people about this movie right here. Because, you know, Martin, I... When the, when the Transformers came out, you you were too old for that shit. I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. That 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 was the cutoff. Yeah, Martin's like I was. I'm a, I was a man at that time. I wasn't playing no toys. <laughs> I'm like yo stupid ass <laughs> when it came out. I was about 11 years old uh -huh. when the Transformers first premiered here in the United States, and ever since then. They've gone through a lot of different generations. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you got the OG Gen 1, and now they, I think they're up to Gen 50 or something. Anyway, throughout that time, they've had all kind of different Transformers. And this one introduces, to the movies at least, the Maximals. These are uh, uh, animal Transformers. Wasn't there a lot of underwear for kids? <laughs> no, those are underroofs. Oh. <laughs> you know, Garanimals. Garanimals, yeah. What I'm about. I think that's Gen 5 Transformers. <laughs> But yeah, man, these are robots that turn into you know, gorillas and cheetahs and, and hawks and, <laughs> and, and, rhinos. and rhinos. Yeah, but they 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 are they come from a different time 
They've come from a different planet. But what they're trying to do is they're trying to keep Earth safe. They're trying to keep any planet that they're on safe. Before Earth, there was a few planets they were trying to keep safe from the dreaded... From Galactus. No, I mean, no, again, no, I'll sorry, stop it. You, sorry, you know the sorry, name of this yeah, thing yeah, right here. Yeah, you stop that. You stop that. Well, you know, all planet eaters look alike after yeah, a while. That, that's, now, that's racist. <laughs> you stop that. All oh, planet eaters look alike. Man, I thought you were more open-minded than that. Stop it. But you so, would be so right. Prejudice die hard, but yeah, <laughs> it's just a, yeah, it's, it's just Galactus is a big gold ball up in the air. Uh, uh, now you got me forgetting his name. I want to say Galactus now. Uh, it's, it's Omicron, uh, right? Uh, that, Omicron, that, that, yeah. that, uh, that virus we were fighting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Unicron. Unicron. Sorry. So Unicron, the dreaded Unicron, also eater of planets. He's and the, and the thing that lets him continue to eat these planets is that he's got the key. Some things called the, the trans warp or something. Uh, but before he can come and eat Earth, they split the key in half, separating the, the rest of the Maximals. They leave and they go to Earth where they run into Noah. And that actor, what's his name? Anthony Ramos. Anthony, Anthony Ramos. Hamilton, he was just uh, in, in the Heights and yeah, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Uh, here he plays a down on his luck veteran who's just trying to get by. Nobody wants to help him out. And things are not going well at home. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But his life is about to change as he meets the, well, at least the Transformers that we all know and love, the Autobots led by Optimus Prime. Together they have to join forces with these damn animals over here and try to protect the Predacons led by the evil Scourge who wants to- Predacons, that's what they call? I believe it, because I know in the show- I'm 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 not trying to correct you, I I just, Curious? Oh no, no. I think I think that's what they're called. Okay. Credit cards. Okay. Yeah. Pred- yeah uh, damn, that sounds kind of. That yeah, 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 yeah. That's why when you said it, it was like. Ugh. Yeah, that sounds kind of like pedal in a way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. The Terracons. Terracons. Okay, I thought I'd read Terracons. Yeah. But I, you're the you're the expert, so I was willing to take. I'm not. Word for you know it. what? I'm not the expert on this generation at all. In fact, I just got familiar with these beasts not too long ago. Okay. I'll tell you about that in a little while. The right. Terracons. They have to protect them against the Terracons, and somehow keep it open to where they can find their way back to Cybertron or wherever the hell they're going. So this is a. Uh, you know, with with the uh, with this movie right here, this it's it's you have to kind of you know it you have to look at it compared to some of the other films that are out there. You know, with the Transformers. At least that's how I judge this movie right here because you know, with the Michael Bay movies, that's exactly what they were. They were Michael Bay movies. Mm-hmm. You know, it was uh, it was all about explosions, ass, over the top characters. Uh, the trans- that's just the humans, and that's just the humans. Mm-hmm. And the Transformers, they they just happen to be there, right? Forgive me. No, ain't no forgiveness for that at all. <laughs> that, those movies are unforgivable. <laughs> but then you had a new approach to this when they finally got Michael Bay out of the director's seat, and they came out with Bumblebee. People can be terrible about things they don't understand. From now on, the only person you can show yourself around is me. And that was a Transformers movie. You got to see Cybertron. You got to see some of the, some of the Transformers that you like. But really, the, uh, the, the main story here was like an E.T. type story. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, young yeah. Earth girl befriends an alien. The government wants the alien. Yeah, the Iron Giant 2. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, exactly. Again, E.T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, this movie right here. Again, I'm not a, 
you know, I'm not an expert on this generation of Transformers. You know, I'm not a big expert on the 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 the, the Maximals and, and Beast Wars. That's the cartoon that this right. is kind of taken from. But, you know, I will say that this movie right here uh, felt more like the cartoons, at least the ones I was growing up mm. with, for better or for worse. You know, because uh, with this, you know, your your favorite robots and some new ones, but your favorite ones, they have more screen time. But uh, this was a simpler story. It was way less chaotic mm -hmm. than those Michael Bay movies. Oh, yeah, for sure. And also having a simpler story meant that, the you know, uh, the robots, it was just, it, it was a chase. You know, it was uh, our... our uh, a quest for one thing, mm -hmm. you know. That's how those shows usually were. Is usually they were after something, all one almighty thing. The MacGuffin. Yeah, the MacGuffin, and they would they would chase this one thing, and then it would just lead up to a big ass fight. Mm. You know, that's how that's how these episodes usually worked out. That was the formula uh, for the for many of the episodes of the old TV show. Why was it so simple? Because they want to sell fucking toys. That's it. Yeah. That that you know that was pretty. It was pretty pure and simple, man. And adults, they treated us like we were stupid. They thought we were a bunch of morons. Look at y'all follow for this dumb shit right here. Don't you not try to sell your toys? I'm like, yes, we do, and we want them. And by the way, this is the this is the coolest fucking commercial I've ever seen. If it is a commercial, right, right. So right. we were very clear what this was, man. Uh. So now looking at this movie. And seeing these uh, robots come to life again, you know, and, and and these robots looking badass and having these cool car chases and, uh, you know, and even some people you're probably still expecting, maybe Michael Bay's not there, but you still get some of that Michael Bay edginess that's up in there. You know, uh, it's cool enough that a lot of adults might look at this and think, all right, now, now we're talking, you mm -hmm. know, and I want to see that. And you know what? Uh, it might appeal to some adults out there. But it still has the writing of those 30 minute commercials from back in the day. Mm. Stretched out to a two hour movie. Uh, yeah, a little over. Yeah. So kids out there and fans looking for nostalgia, you probably will enjoy this. But if you're over the age of, I don't know, 10, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it might get a little silly for your grown ass, you know? Uh, and, and by the way, that's coming from a grown ass man dressed like Optimus Prime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But I don't know, uh, maybe not. I can, I, can make a, I can make a counter argument for that. Okay. But you know, but let me, let me hear what you have to say. Well, okay, so yeah, I, I totally dislike the Michael Bay movies. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, I haven't seen all of Bumblebee, but what I've seen of it was, wow, this kind of works. This, this more personal story can really get into it. Uh, and here, uh, I, 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 like the, I, I like what they were doing. I, I like the human characters a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. Anthony Ramos as Noah and Dominic Fishback as uh, Elena. Uh, especially with uh, they when they when they go into Noah's story, I was like, this is actually something they haven't really done before, mm -hmm. and he feels like a fleshed out character mm -hmm. who who has a family and a backstory that's not typical. Yeah, and yeah. and I was kind of fascinated and love how he comes into it, and then when he meets up with Mirage, voiced by Pete Davidson, I was like, 
This is that kind of bumblebee feel. And Pete Davidson, I think, is is great. He's got he's got a perfect old school cartoon voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so him hanging out with M- Mirage, I was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm liking this already. We're having fun. Um, the one thing not having watched the cartoons, but that I've taken away from all the movies mm-hmm. that I've seen is that um, Optimus Prime is a drag. He just sucks the oxygen out of the room and he's kind of a bitch. Cause he, sorry, man. I'm sitting right here. I, I know you, I see you sitting right there, but <laughs> wow, you come in with your commanding voice and a lot of bluster and I do nothing but see you get your ass kicked in every one of these movies. And I thought different director, it'll be different this time. And it was not. Uh, wow, you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark, what do you have to say there? You know what, it's happened so much that when he got into a fight, I didn't even, even have any expectation he was going to win. Okay. I, you know what? And whether I agree with you or not, I see exactly where you're coming from. I mean, you know, that's that's my boy right there and everything. I mean, <laughs> he you might know, be your boy. But I mean, I might have to stick up for my friend over here. But right. I, 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 I hear what you're saying because I actually wrote down some stuff that's kind of along the lines of what you're saying. I do like that he gets called out on it at one point because I was like, yes, tell him. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. I was just saying that if you're above the age of 10, this this might get a little silly for you. But then again, it might not. And I can make an argument for that because it all depends on what you expect from this movie. Sure. Because this movie right now it ain't apologizing for shit, okay? It knows that it's a cartoon. Mm. That, th- that cartoon writing for those 30-minute episodes that I was talking about, they know exactly what they're doing with this. And they, and they don't care. They're not ashamed of it at all. They are not trying to get deep. And they're setting up, what they're doing is they, they're setting up just enough stuff to get these robots pissed off at each other and just have them beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. You know, that that's pretty much what they're doing and get them fighting. Uh, you know, even the beginning of this lets you know what, the, what this is because it starts with the Maximals. You know, like I said, those, you know, those, uh, those gorillas and, and, uh, and rhinos and, and, and hawks and everything and cheetahs. Uh, the thing is, why why is that the case? Why are they shaped like animals from Earth, even though they're not on Earth? I wasn't gonna ask. Good, don't. Because ain't no answer for it. Ain't no answer for <laughs> no. it. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I, okay. I feel like if I stop to ask, then I gotta go into why these robots pretend to be vehicle earth vehicles to begin with. And and or, or why are animals at all? I mean, why are robots shaped like animals? But you know what? You never have that feeling like, I wanna know, I want somebody to answer this. But I'm afraid if I do, the answer they're gonna give me is just gonna make me matter or gonna yeah. be so stupid. It's like you know what? Never mind. Well, they no, they did offer an explanation for it. It's fucking cool. That's why. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, All right. that's why. That's what I'm talking I about. I mean, really, if you get right down <laughs> to it, that's why. Because yeah. go sell some toys, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it looks a hawk as a robot. Yeah. That's badass. A yeah. rhino, as a gorilla robot. Yeah. Are you crazy? Yeah. yeah, you know, that's it's one of those if they were built on Earth, you would kind of understand. But on a planet far, far away, that that doesn't make sense at all. And they, and, and I, the, the thing with that is that they give you just a little bit of an explanation, but it don't make no sense anyway. Mm. And if you want more of an explanation, well, you better go back to 1996 <laughs> and dig up the cartoon. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha
yeah. So in the cartoon, they explain a little bit more. Yeah. And I'm new to Beast Wars. I never watched it back in the day, uh, but I watched an episode recently, a couple episodes, and so they they have a longer story. They explain more. Okay. But here, they, you know, they're like, man, we don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. We, we trying to get you. These you want here. these or not? Yeah. You, you know you do. Exactly. Exactly, man. You know, they're like right now we got more important issues to deal with. You know, like these robots right. beating the shit out of yeah. each other, which looks great, actually, if you ask me. But more on it that later. Um, and I will tell you, man, despite the uh, despite the silliness of the story, which we're talking about, which I've said over and over again, parts of the movie actually work well. And a lot of those parts, I think, are what you're talking about, you know, mainly in that first half, man, when they're setting up the human characters, you know, and even with the human characters, there's, there's, there's nothing too deep with them. You know, they 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 actually try to they cheat. They try to get, you know, emo emotions out of us in really cheap ways. Mm -hmm. uh, Anthony Ramos says, Noah, you know, I, I was telling you that he's a, he's a down on his luck veteran. You know, people don't, no, uh, nobody wants to hire him, he, you know, because of something from his past. Mm -hmm. You know, and if that's not, uh, you, if that don't make you feel bad for him enough, oh, at home, he got a sick little brother, Mark. <laughs> Got a chronic illness, and he, you know, the hospital don't want to take care of him because they they too broke to pay their bills, yeah, right? And, and healthcare sucks, and things everyone can oh, sympathize with. Oh yeah, and, and mama trying her best to hold together. You know, they they really shorthand ways of uh, of getting emotion out of us, uh, and it's it, and it's Miles Morales's mom. Oh, it sure is. And uh, what's her name? Dominic Fishback. You know, she's another. These are pretty much underdog characters. Yeah. Uh, you know, underdog characters are a really shortcut way of getting emotions out of people. Yes. She's another underdog character. She's a museum intern who she's the smartest person in the building. But, you know, her boss takes all the credit and she just can't move up, man. So, you know, with these characters right here, man, you know, there's, there's nothing deep with them. But I will say this. Uh, these characters might be cliche, but unlike the Michael Bay movies, these characters are likable because they actually have heart. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. These actors bring some dimension to them. Yeah. They're not. Th these actors are not there simply to be laughed at or objectified or just, you know, something to serve the action. You know, th th uh, these characters actually have a lot of heart and it's mainly thanks to the performances of, uh, of the of, of the, the actors, you know, and some of the dialogue that they were given. You know, Anthony Ramos, man, is uh him and Dominic Fishback are, are great together. And I would say that, you know, a lot of that thing, has, I think, has to do with them being from Brooklyn, which they emphasize hard. They, they image it over and over again. Because the, the, they, they captured that, that, that Brooklyn attitude very well in the dialogue, mm -hmm. which is very humorous sometimes, man. You know, a lot, he has a lot of funny lines that work right here. Uh, and speaking of Brooklyn, man, I, this is set in 1994. So here's where my bias kicks in hard. You know, they played a lot of hip hop from uh, 1994, a lot of uh, New York hip hop. It's got a great soundtrack. Well, you, let me ask you this. Did you, because normally we talk about when they play the soundtrack, like if they keep playing songs, trying to remind you of when that, of what that period is, or hey, do you remember this is back in the day? Uh, it gets annoying sometimes. We said that with the movie Air. Yeah. So what do you think was different in this movie? I don't know. Uh, it did feel more background and not like it was pushing itself. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, it it all was. Okay. So with Air, 
and I love air, yeah. but it felt like like listening to like Bob FM, where they're playing a bunch of different songs yeah. from that period. But this stuck to one, mostly around one genre, mostly hip hop. So yeah. it just, it felt like more of the fabric of the whole movie. Yeah, you know, it felt like the, the hip hop they were playing was meant to be, not to remind, keep reminding you, uh, it's 1994, it was meant to be as a, a character for Brooklyn itself. Yeah. Like the, the music was, uh, the music was meant to just capture the mood of mm -hmm. Brooklyn. Also, you know, it went well with the action too. Yeah. Whenever they had a, 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 an action scene or a chase going on, the music played well with that. You know, they seem to have a purpose of playing the music in mm -hmm. here. And I tell you, man, uh, there are moments in here where it really did kind of appeal to me and just brought the little kid out of me. I like, I felt like a little kid watching the show during certain moments in here. When Noah started meeting the Transformers, mm. I was like, okay, now see, this is something from the show that I remember. You know, it captured the feeling of that. Yeah. You know, it was, it was like me being a little kid watching the cartoon again. <laughs> show ass out. <laughs> Get out my ride. Oh, good. I've been cooped up forever, dude. This is probably a lot for you, huh? Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought after the car chase, we were boys. What are you? The name's Mirage. Come on. Give me a little, give me a little, give me a little, give me a little tap. Give me a little tap. There you go, now we're friends. Oh, oh great, the gang's here. They're more like you? You brought a human here? Exactly. <laughs> Squeeze him out like your yeah. face. You can't tell anybody about this. <laughs> no, I won't speak. Ah! I'm nobody. I ain't even seen nothing. I'm not even seeing anything right now. You know, it was stuff like that, man, that yeah. I thought was kind of cool. You know, it's, uh, it definitely felt like something out the cartoon, but it felt like... Uh, those moments felt like it had better writing yeah, just yeah. based on the characters, mm -hmm. you know, the human characters that we had in here. Yeah, I, you know, I was, uh, I, I really enjoyed the setup yeah. that they had. Yeah, that, me too. Like that first half of the movie is, is what made Bumblebee so appealing. You know, that first half of the movie felt a lot like Bumblebee. Mm -hmm. It was almost kind of the same thing, except you had more of the, of the, of the Transformers there. Oh yeah, gotcha, yeah. Yeah, no, it was, um, it was, no, it was, it, it, those moments in the movie worked well on me. And I think it worked well in the crowd because the crowd seemed to be enjoying those moments, you know, because those were the moments that took place on Earth. You had a lot of setup. You had a lot of uh, story building right there, uh, a lot of well-written dialogue. So I thought that that was pretty cool, man. Um, I must take a moment now, Martin, to... Uh, <laughs> like I, see, I'm not gonna do you. I already, look. I already dressed up stupid today, all right. So, so I'm not. So Martin, I'm not. I'm not gonna hit you with a segue, all right. I already scared you today. So, I love, hey Martin, I, I'm easing into an ad, okay. Look, I got. Look at my hands. They're up. <laughs> no crazy segue. I do have to stop and give a word to our sponsor right now, which is Stamps.com. And you know, if you say, if you mail a lot of stuff, especially, you know, when holidays come around or, you know, you live in a busy city or, you, you know, you know how it is going to the post office. It, nothing wrong with the post office. It, it served us well for years, but it can be a hassle when people are getting those lines. Mm. It can be a hassle when you, you have to wait all day and you're oh, yeah. busy, especially if you're running a business mailing stuff off. You don't have to do that anymore. It's a new age right now. A lot of people don't realize they got a post office right here 
in your house court? No, in your home, your, op- your own office at home. And that is the service stamps.com. You know, here's another thing. Postage rates, everything's expensive. Oh, yeah. Postage rates always are getting expensive. Mm-hmm. But with stamps.com, they have the best discounts in the industry. And they are partnered with USPS and UPS for unbeatable rates. You can get up to 84% off the cheapest and fastest postage out there, man. Nice. Yes. Yes. And they've been around for 25 years serve millions of businesses out there. And you can get access to USPS and UPS services right from your computer, 24 hours a day. No waiting in line, no dealing with people, you know, no, no, no losing time because time is money. You're a business person, you ain't got, you don't have time for that. Also, with stamps.com, all you need is a computer and a printer. And if you sign up, they'll even send you a free scale. So all you have to do is just get started. If you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule it through stamps.com. They have a dashboard there. So again, saving you more time. Very convenient thing that you have right here. Have I convinced you to use it yet? You're using a lot of postage. If you are, you would be a fool not to sign up for this. We used to have it back in the day when we were first starting out with Double Toasted, right. and I still have an account. And uh, my wife, she used to mail off a lot of stuff. We used it with, uh, when she was doing that. So. This sounds appealing to you, and it should. Just go to stamps.com and use the promo code TOASTED. And when you do that, you'll get a four-week trial plus free postage and that digital scale that I was telling you about. And you got no long-term commitments. You got no contracts to deal with. Just go over to stamps.com. That's S-T-A-M-P-S.com. Use the promo code TOASTED, T-O-A-S-T-E-D, and you'll get that four-week trial, that free postage in that digital scale, all with no commitment, all with no contract. You got nothing to lose. Oh, yeah, you do. Your money and your time. If you're tired of losing that, then do what I say. Sign up for Stamps.com today. I want to thank Stamps.com for sponsoring this portion of the show. And I want to stink. I want to, I want to stink. <laughs> I want to stank you <laughs> very <Amen>. much. Very <laughs> myself. I want to stank you <laughs> very much for your support. And I appreciate it as always. All right. Let me see what we got here. Uh, we're talking about the humans here. But what about the Transformers themselves? You know, the star of the movie, Martin. Mm -hmm. What about them? Yeah, what about them? Nothing deep. No. But again, nothing deep is in this movie. Uh, But, and here's why I agree with you, Martin. And I'm going to pull up something right here because you were talking about how Optimus Prime, you know, he's a, what did you say about him? You didn't. I said he's a drag. I thought you said, I said he's a bitch. I said that too. (laughs) That too. Oh, talks a big game. <laughs> Gets his ass handed to him every time. Oh, let me see here. No, that that is true. Every sir. time, he's like he only wins the end because the script says, "Well, well, he's got to. We can't let him die." Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody wins, even though he didn't do anything different than before. Oh well, Martin. You know something. The thing is, is that I was going to say, like, you know, okay. So some of these uh, transformers, they do take themselves a little seriously. And Optimus Prime is one of them. You know, I, I, I don't I don't like talking about my boy behind his back like this, but you you are correct. You know, I, let me just say this. In all the years that I've known my man Optimus Prime, he ain't told one joke. No one joke. I don't think he ever smiled. He ain't smiled. I, and, I, and no, it's not because he got a metal face. 
because that shit is flexible. I've yeah. seen it. He ain't smiled. He ain't told a joke. <laughs> I mean, I got to agree with you on this. He, he, he's serious, man. He is, and he is angsty as fuck. It's all my fault. I have to do this. I have to. It's my responsibility. It's like, man, everybody here is grown. S -s -s Settle down. He's a cross between a truck and Batman. <laughs> yeah. You know what? The funny thing is, he was even at a uh, he was even at a meeting. There was a homeowners association meeting, and he showed up, <laughs> and everybody was sitting there. Everybody <laughs> sat there like Jesus. Well, with this this guy needs to lighten up. My name is Optimus Prime. <laughs> Talk about a character witness. At their monthly meeting, members of the DC Public Safety Committee heard from Peter Cullen, who voices Optimus Prime. He was there to support Dr. Newton Howard, the billionaire brain scientist who erected these 10-foot statues outside of his home on Prospect Street in Georgetown. I, Optimus Prime, pale to his heroism. Georgetown should be proud. These people are like, what the fuck is happening? These people, I ain't got time for this shit. <laughs> And by the way, lighten up, man. Yeah. God damn. Get Jeez. a sense of humor. Jeez. Somebody's always like, this is all my responsibility. Yeah. It's like, you're avoiding something. <laughs> no, nobody put this on you. You're doing that to yourself. You know what? You're no fun at all. You want to know we want those statues out the neighborhood because of you. Because you're no fun at all. Maybe if you were, you know what? Maybe you had a sense of humor, we let you stay. Right, right. Yeah, it, it, we no, we object to the Optimus Prime statue. If you get Mirage up there, we're cool. <laughs> yeah, what world would be it? Share his visions of transformation. Like these oh, people. that dude wants to laugh. <laughs> that dude, this is what I want. All these other yeah. people, like, hey. man, we ain't got time for this bullshit. <laughs> we can, look, we got grown things to do, all right? Some people talking to a damn robot. But if you got grown things to do, why are you worried about this man's statues? <laughs> because he's boring, that's why. Because they, like, they don't like Optimus Prime. They want a fun Autobot up in there. Um, no, but you know, the, uh, all, a lot of these, he's not the only one. A lot of these robots are, are pretty serious. You know, uh, like if, if Prime is in your name. Oh, you, yeah. yeah. No, oh, you, yeah. No, you don't have a sense of humor no, at all. No, no. no. Like, you all about business. Mm -hmm. uh, Optimus Gorilla, or Optimus, <laughs> Optimus Primal, uh, that Hulk, uh, Air Razor, uh, that damn Rhino. You know, all of them are a little high strung too. And so, you know, if you get all of them together, some shit gonna go down. Who are you? Why are you hunting for the king? Yo, Donkey Kong, stay away from my friend. Um, Rush, don't worry. You boys got this. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Stranger danger! Stranger danger! Hey, 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 hey! Not so fast! Get your ass. <laughs> hey, over here, kitty kitty. Stand down! Oh, he's gonna jump his back. <laughs> I won't ask a second time. Okay, just everybody relax, all right? Come yeah, on now, yeah, just yeah. put the shit down. We can talk this out. <laughs> prime, prime, man, put the gun down. <laughs> Donkey Kong ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> man, uh, uh, Pete, Pete Davidson really is good. Yeah. In this, and I'm gonna tell you, I didn't know that that was him at first. I didn't, at first I didn't either. I was going like, what is that voice? It sounds like your cousin from Boston. I know it's not that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then after a while, it's like when he he came down, he he got quiet. I was like, ah, oh, that's Pete Davidson. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't even know it was him until uh, and I remember he was going to be in the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I had read he was going to be in the movie. I forgot about that. I didn't know that was him. And I started reading up on the movie. I was like, man, he did actually pretty good. Mirage, 
is actually a, a great character in the yeah. movie. Again, who's needed because, like you say, no everybody else ain't got no sense of humor in this. Look, they either have no sense of humor or they just don't have a personality at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, Bumblebee, Bumblebee is pretty cool. You know, Bumblebee still talks in, uh, you know, uh, sound bites, sound bites, music bites, uh, sound bites from movies. Mm-hmm. So you know, he's still a little fun. And I would say this, even as uh, even as serious as some of these characters are. I still like them because I think the voice actors did a good job. You know, you had yeah, like Ron yeah. Perlman. Was he Optimus Primal? He was Optimus Primal. Yeah. Uh, Michelle Yeoh. She yeah. was Air Razor. Yeah. She. I, I actually I like the two of them quite a bit. And they even had a they even had a, a transformer with a thick accent who told somebody they were racist. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> won't say who. Won't say how it went down. But he just say, hey, hey man, that's racist. <laughs> so, yeah, but like the fuck what. <laughs> And I don't mind Optimus Prime being serious, man, because Optimus Prime has always been that character. You know, even in the cartoons, he he's the leader. He has to look after everybody. He has no time for games. So, I, you know, I, I, as a person who did not grow up with the Transformers, I get it. He's yeah, a little, yeah. he's, you know, he's, 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 he's a tight ass. Like, like I, I get it. He's the hero that everybody looks up to. But after a while, he, he, he becomes insufferable. And <laughs> I do like it. There's a couple of times he gets called out. Like one guy was like, man, I used to look up to that guy, but geez. Oh my! But you know, look, he's not a guy. I mean, he has to protect everybody. He's stressed out. No, he, he doesn't. He's, he's, he's he, got a job he, to he, do. He's, he's got a he's got a, a messiah complex. Everything is on his his shoulders, man. Because you know? that that's in his head. No, nobody's asking him. Nobody's going. Prime, protect us. You better uh, not, because he can't do it. <laughs> uh, you don't understand him, man. I get it. You don't know Prime like I know. Oh Prime. yeah. You got, yeah he, <laughs> See, just because you got that suit on, <laughs> that's clouding your brain <laughs> and making you think you <laughs> identify with him. I'm the authority. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Walk a mile in my treads. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Roll a mile on my wheels, Martin. <laughs> You'll see. He's got a lot of shit to do. A lot of things mm. in his on his mind, man. Give the brother a break, man. Come on. <laughs> I mean, man, after what six he, movies, I was just like, all right, two planets. He's trying to protect a whole race of people at the same time. At the same time, trying to be an example for his, uh, his, 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 you know, the people that are that he's leading. You know, it's it's, it's not an easy job, man. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. I mean, when's the last time you protected two planets? <laughs> I feel like I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm protecting my sanity. That's yeah, what I'm doing. Exactly. Oh. I mean, you compare him to Batman. I mean, one, yes, no one asked Batman to defend Gotham City, but he is effective. Prime, not so much. I, I could have an argument about that, but I'm not, because okay. I, I would spoil things. Okay. I'll just say, when the time came and he had to come through, he did his job. Yeah, he yeah. He did yeah. it well. No, it's because they, they write that to happen. I, I've, I've, I've seen these movies, and it happens this way every time. They do the same to Batman. <laughs> Batman getting his ass whooped at the last minute. They write him out. Ain't no last minute. He goes back, he plans, he comes back. He's like, all right, I got this shit figured out now. Well, reason why is because Batman's a comic book. This shit is real, oh. man. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> the struggle is real here. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, you know, they like I was saying, some of the robots do have a sense of humor. Mirage is so likable because he does, he is more relatable because of his sense of humor. He's mm-hmm. the one that's that's uh, cracking the most jokes. He's the one that has, the, the, you know, this really down to earth personality. And I tell you, I think the robots work for me, whether, you know, whether they were serious or cracking jokes because their designs look better. It's like they, you know, they're not fully the Transformers that we know from the, from the cartoons. 
they, you know, they, they reached a happy medium. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, the combination of this right here from what we see in the cartoons and the Michael Bay designs mm -hmm. are the Michael Bay movie uh, Transformers, which is, uh, which is fine, I don't mind that. Uh, what happens with that is that, one, you know, the personalities of the physicalities of the characters come out because, you know, it doesn't look like they threw, I said this before, it doesn't look like they picked up a bunch of uh, silverware and threw that shit into a blender. Yeah. You know, the, the action here uh, is, I think, well, is well thought out. Uh, a lot of it fits the personalities of the characters, like with Mirage. You know, he has that, they have a great car chase in here where he's running from the police mm -hmm. and uh, oh, he, yeah. he gets to use his uh, Mirage powers. Mm -hmm. Calling all Autobots, roll out. <laughs> Now, that had been a Michael Bay movie, that camera would have been flying all over the place. Sure. And it would have been an 18-car pileup. Yeah, exactly. Also, the fight scenes are not so confusing here, mm -hmm. you know, as, uh, as they were in the previous films, you know, excluding Bumblebee, of course. You know, uh, again, with this, uh, I think, uh, for one, you have less stuff going on, on screen. There's a, there's a lot, but you know, we have less Autobots and less uh, Terracons and whatnot. Yeah. So, you know, the action is a little clearer. Yeah, and and, and they aren't all made up of uh, cogs and blades and screws that are all moving around and flying through the air. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I mean, it's, it's, it's frenzied, crazy camera work, but again, I, I, for some reason, it just, the action just seems a little more clear here. Like, I think the compositions are better. I think the camera work is not as, it's not as wild. I think, you know, you get to see one-on-one -on -one action between robots fighting each other. And pulling, and speaking of uh, these, of these uh, robots fighting each other, now I say brutal, you know, it's all relative because it is, these are brutal fights, but they're robots. Yeah. But they beat the, sh they, they tear their asses up. Mm. I mean, when they fight each other, they are, they're ripping each other apart, man. I mean, like if these were people fighting, they'd be pulling out organs and, yeah, yeah. and, and blood would be everywhere. But they, they, the fight scenes here go hard. And they can do that because they're robots. So, you know, they're able to go in there and slice each other up and, you know. And, yeah, and, so it's not real stakes. And no, and no, no, it's not. They can rip off arms and rip off wires and whatnot. It's, it's fun to watch when they do that. I mean, again, it makes it, it's just one big street brawl that they do at the end. Which is something that takes away from the film because I think that is uh, that's that's when we start getting to the second part. So when you get into the second part of the movie, you know all that buildup that we had with the characters, all the story buildup. That's when everything just kind of goes away for you know just one repeated fight scene after another. I probably would not have a problem with that, but the movie's two hours, probably a little over two hours, and it just kind of gets numbing after a while. Okay, so you felt that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the fights are cool. I think the actions are great. The action's great and the action's amazing. But, you know, this movie doesn't need to be this long. As I said, this is a simple story, you know? And we're just chasing one key and trying to, you know, stop one big-ass uh, planet robot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, no. I know exactly what you're saying. And that's the thing, because with the first... Look, I, I'm not being a bitch about it. I know I'm watching a Transformers movie. <laughs> yeah, okay. Some of them are based on animals from Earth, and that don't make sense. And you know, all, all that. I, I know what I'm getting into. Uh, 
so I'm surprised by how much I I was I I like this movie. I was really digging it, and yeah. uh, <laughs> for the first half in it, of it anyway, uh, I, I I do think that the in the second half, the more it focuses on the robots, the Autobots, the less enjoyable it is. I mean, I mean, if you're a fan and you're getting to see your your favorite characters or toys, you know, it's cool. But it is just it just becomes it devolves into nothing but. Chase, chase, fight, fight, chase, chase, fight, fight, chase, chase, fight, fight at, you know, wash, rinse, repeat. And it's not just repeating itself within the movie. It's repeating so much of what we've seen, even yeah. in the Michael Bay movies. Uh, you know, initially, with the first movie, we're, we're chasing down the all spark. Yeah. And now we're chasing down the, the, trans, the, the warp trans warp key. key. It's like you're just switching out names, man. I, I mean, it, even if you even if you had chat GPT write it, it would even throw in some new things just to mix things up. And uh, yeah, I was I was really sticking with it and having a good time. And then I felt it much harder to stick with it. And I felt numb and I felt sleepy. And I was like, um, dang, I went, I, went, I went from really enjoying this to like, I'm kind of dozing. You know off what? Now. That's, some, that's funny you say that because I never felt so sleeping myself during action scenes. Yeah. I was like, you know, this is just. This is just like you said, it's starting to get repetitive at this point. Mm -hmm. and and, I, yeah, yeah. And these, they, you know, they can tear into each other. But even there's a death that gets reversed early in the movie. So at that point, you're like, well, OK, does any one of these deaths actually mean anything? And they do a lot of fighting with um, with, you know, a, a faceless enemy. I mean, they have faces, but they're they're henchmen bots. Yeah. So they're, they're like those robots and uh, uh they they took the place of stormtroopers in the Phantom Menace. Mm -hmm. you yeah, know? yeah, you know, yeah. It's a there's a and and when, yeah, when they get out in that field, because at first we had about what like about nine or ten transformers that we followed, and when they get yeah. out there, I was like where the hell are these other robots come uh -huh. from? Yeah, you know, they, reinforcements. Yeah, was, I'm like, oh, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's just, don't don't prolong this. Let's just wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah, it's again, it's cool, but it just goes on a little too long. And I, again, I think that's because of the length of the film did not really need to be that long. It's it's almost like they just they want they 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 know that people want to see robots fight, and they gave us that, but they could have pulled back a little bit. And uh, yeah, I'm getting texts from people. Somebody said, oh, "I guess fuck Megatron, right?" And I was like, "I guess so," because he wasn't around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's 1994. Maybe he comes later, right? Yeah, he might come in later. Yeah, and there's other voices in here that, you know, they don't feel like they are used to the to the the notoriety of the people who do, mm -hmm. who are doing the voices. Like Coleman Domingo does Unicron. Oh, okay. And Peter Dinklage is Scourge. Scourge, yeah. yeah. Scourge. Yeah. So, you know, they're not they're not doing a lot with those voices right there. Those could have been anybody where, you know, some of the other people you could kind of tell and they had a lot more personality. But, I, you know, I'll, oh, and I'm just going to tell y'all right now, at the end of the movie, either you are going to be very excited, you might even get up and applaud, or you're going to be rolling your eyes and laughing. Huh. They, they, I, 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 I was, you know what, I was in the second camp, but I did genuinely laugh out loud. And like, like it was part, ha, can't believe it, and part, kind of enjoying this. I, hey, listen. I, let's just say, you know, got somebody else trying to build a universe. Yeah. And personally, I'm behind it. I mean, listen, I'm not going to They're going to do it no matter what. Yeah, they're going to do it. And who am I going to sit up and, what I, at this point, I'm going to try to. That's how I felt, too. Like, you're going to sit through all this 
and they get mad when they do that. Yeah. <laughs> they teed it up. I, I, so at this, they mean at this point, now I'm going to try to call foul. Now I'm going to be like, bullshit, no. Come on, man. At this point, go ahead. Yeah. In, a, in a way, it's something we kind of ask for anyway. Right, right. Yeah, you've been, you've been, <laughs> you've been begging for it since you were a child. <laughs> yeah. It's finally here. Yeah, yeah. They just, they just, they just snuck it in on you. <laughs> I kind of, yeah, I, I kind of, I, Martin is not lying. I kind of waited all my life for this. <laughs> Ever since I started playing with toys, and now we're here. Yeah, pull the monkey's paw. Now, now. So you know what? I'm down with it. I don't give a shit. I don't. I don't care no more. That's how I felt like. Just like, oh wow, oh you're doing it. Okay, sure. Why not? I mean, it, I, I, hey, it ain't for me, but none of this has been for me. So I know. I, I don't care no more. Autobots roll out. <laughs> I, you know what? Uh, so much of what it spurred, what it got fueled my enjoyment was watching the crowd. <laughs> Between the, oh, the half of the, ah, oh, and the, yeah! Oh, uh, no. Most of the crowd went crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you grown ass children in here. By the way, that's cool. <laughs> yeah! Yeah, it's, I, I if they, uh, I hope that this is a success so they can go through with this next idea. Yeah. Because yeah. I really want to see them do this. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I'm gonna wrap it up here, man. It it is purely simplicity, drawn out to a, a, a an unnecessary length of time, that keeps this movie from being great. And I, but I do think it's I'll I'll sum it up like this. I think that there's enough good entertainment in here to make it a perfect summer matinee movie, especially for the kids. And I mean, it's not it's not deep and not trying to be. It gives you everything you want in a summer movie, and you know this it's a it's a it's a good go between film from this one big movie that you see right here to the next big blockbuster that's coming out. You know what I mean? It's enough to kind of keep you satisfied before the next one comes out. So for the younger audiences audiences out there, and for those who grew up on Transformers who are kind of you know in it for the nostalgia. I would say that this is a, it's a matinee. It's a low, it's a low matinee, but it's a matinee. I think it's perfect. To, it's, it's perfectly fine to go see in the theater, to see this in the theater during the day. I don't think you need to spend a whole lot of money on this, but yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's just really just nonsensical entertainment is good with me. If I was a father of, of young boys or I grew up with this, I'd, I'd be right there with you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, just me being me, but he ain't. But, I, but, but I'm not. I'm not. And just, and just honestly, look at the movie objectively. I mean, you are right about it being, you know, another bridge to the next summer blockbuster. But there is a thing of watching this where I was just like, man, these these summer blockbusters are all kind of, they're all kind of doing the same thing. And it's not like I'm mad at this one for doing what everybody else is doing, but it 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 does add to the exhaustion I felt with it. And it's and it, it it almost kind of breaks my heart because I was liking it so so much in the beginning, but uh, yeah, in the second half I just felt like I was watching um, somebody filming two kids playing with their with their Transformers toys against each other. So it, it it's more of a high rental for me. You know, I can tell you why this stands out from the other blockbusters. For one, it ain't as good as other blockbusters like Spider Man. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, across the Spider-Verse. It's not on that level at all. No, no, not even close. Uh, but then again, it's, it's, uh, it, it, it knows its place. It knows it's not aiming for anything that high. It knows where it is. 
and it just didn't know when to go off. Yeah, no, that that's that's one hundred percent true right there. I agree with you. Um, but you know, it's it's not when you have all these other blockbusters that are really taking themselves seriously, and some of them not being very good. Even even the Michael Bay movies took themselves a little too seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not that movie. You know, you have a lot of blockbusters that are that are all up as, uh, their own ass. This is not that. It knows what it is. It knows it's fluffy. And so I kind of that's why I'm a little more forgiving of this. I get it. Yeah, but that's that's. But when you say didn't know, didn't know what to leave, it's like yeah, you need to get that. You need to, you need to go now. It's almost like these movies have this, like they all have this feeling like if we don't hit two hours, nobody will take us seriously. And, yeah. so, and so they stretch it out whether they got two hours worth of story or not. Yeah, yeah. But there you go, folks. Uh, no one said it's bad here, though. No, no. And uh, depending on who you are, you lead to see the length, which it's, is very understandable. It's the you want second best Transformers movie <laughs> out of what twelve? <laughs> <laughs>